Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space, 2781 21st Street, at Florida Street, in the deep, deep, deep mission, every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. The best barbecue in San Francisco and free comedy? Come get messy with the sauce every Wednesday, 7 p.m. at Baby Blues Barbecue at 3149 Mission Street, just past Cesar Chavez. Hilarious Bay Area stand-up comics, amazing smoked meats, and $5 cans of standard deviant brew. This neighborhood gym is a bizarre and fun weekday night treat with free comedy to tickle your ribs. Join your friends for Mutiny Radio every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. at Baby Blues Barbecue. Reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite to let us know you're coming to laugh. Yee-hoo! Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. It's nap time. The year is 2023. Oh, I wish that laughter had value and the unexpected laugh was priceless. Worry not. True entertainment has brought us a savior in who's that live.com. Oh, finally, an escape from the apocalyptic nightmare I live in. You can go to who's that live.com and buy comedy tickets. And you're in a raffle, I guess. True, 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 true productions. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. 
Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. There is... <laughs> happy, happy hour the, is when the comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at 278 21st Street. Come down, be in the audience. Dog-friendly. Dog fri- we are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. Dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. 278 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. .fm. Here in .sf. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed vests right here at the Pacific Northwest Vest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need. Ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for Titans of Comedy. That, that's Titans of Comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday. Or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine! And even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Back in public schools. In a tri-level dual world of stand-up comedy. Laughter has value, and the unexpected laugh is priceless. Who is that live.com comedy? Local shows on sale now. Everyone that purchases a ticket will automatically be entered into a true drawing. Who wants to focus on the genre of stand up comedy and those that, who's that? go to who is that live.com for upcoming shows? Join us on a journey into the absurd. Radio Avada, 1109 Valencia, at 22nd in San Francisco. 
Good evening.
Anchor.fm. Happy New Year, folks. I pulled up to the driveway, turned off the engine, and sat, reluctant to move. Except for the porch light and a light upstairs, the house at the end of the drive was dark. I was glad no one had waited up for me. The house belonged to Rob and Jenna, a couple I knew only slightly. My old friend Beth had talked me into coming down here for the weekend, promising a great time at the beach. A few days ago, I had broken up with my lover of two years, and though I was glad of the decision, the loss of Everett made me want to retreat into myself. For a moment, I was tempted to turn around and head home. They would never know I'd been here. I could call tomorrow with some excuse. However, I never did such things, so I got my bag out of the trunk and walked up to the house. The key was under a flower pot, as Jenna had said it would be, along with the note from Beth telling me my bedroom was the first at the top of the stairs. She'd added at the bottom, glad you made it. It'll be a good weekend. I smiled at the reassuring words. I opened the door and walked quietly across the dimly lit living room, past Beth and her lover Kevin, who were asleep on a fold-out couch. Their sleeping faces sent a pang through me. It was hard to look at lovers. My bedroom was warm and close from the heat of the day. From across the hall came the faint thumping bass of a rock song. Someone was awake, but I didn't feel like investigating. I changed into pajamas and opened the window wide. Below me was the backyard. A high fence sheltered a small patio, a strip of lawn, and a swimming pool. I stared at an odd black lump at the side of the pool and decided it was an inner tube. I hadn't seen an inner tube in ten years, I thought. There was a tap at the door and it swung open. Is the radio too loud? I looked up at a slightly built, barefoot young man wearing a t-shirt and jeans. I guessed he was around eighteen. No, it's okay, I said. We introduced ourselves. He was Chris, Jenna's cousin. He'd been spending the summer with Rob and Jenna while working at the Marine Center. He wanted to be an oceanographer. This fall, he was starting college in California. Ever been out there? He asked. I shook my head. The coast is incredible. Want to see some pictures I took last year? Sure.
Chris's curly hair was deep brown, almost black, and his skin a light golden brown. His fingers brushed mine as he handed me the pictures. For a moment, I was aware of my breast under the thin pajamas. feelings in men his age were in separate corners of my mind. We talked about California and animals, and then about college. He was surprised to hear that I was an instructor at the university, and he asked about the classes I taught and what I thought of my students. At two o'clock, he said goodnight, and I walked back to my room and smiled. What a nice meeting, I thought. The next morning, the whole household packed into Jenna's car and drove off to the beach. We trudged over sand dunes with bags of food, cold blankets and towels, and came upon a perfect beach scene. Bright umbrellas, motionless sunbathers glistening with sweat and lotions, radios blaring against the sound of the blue-green water napping at the shore. We unfurled towels and pulled off t-shirts and shoes. I plopped down on a blanket with my detective novel. A few feet away, Chris was climbing out of his jeans. His legs were tapered like a colt's. His chest was broad. A few dark hairs curled up his belly from the waistband of his suit. I looked down quickly at my book. Aren't you coming in? Chris asked. I don't like swimming in the ocean, I said apologetically. I'm always wondering what's down in the water that I can't see. He hesitated. Well, I guess I'll go in without you then. He ran down to the water with long, easy strides. He ran through the waves, and as a curl of water surged to meet him, he dived under it. I watched the water looking for him. At last, he bobbed up between waves and began to swim in smooth strokes. I turned back to my book. The detective couldn't decide what time the murder had taken place.
Chris was floating on his back, just beyond where the waves were breaking. The ocean slowly rocking him. The heat made me feel listless. I lay back and closed my eyes, half listening to the sound of the waves and a barking dog. A panting sound came closer and closer. Chris running in from the water. He reached our spread of blankets, grabbed a towel, and began rubbing his face. His chest was heaving, dripping. His dark brown nipples taut and wet. I could see the bulge of his penis under his wetsuit. A hot flush spread across my chest. Water's nice and warm, he gasped. You should try it. No thanks, I said.
down on his towel, his smooth brown back moving slightly as his breathing calmed. Drops of water, iridescent in the sun, hung on his curls. I wanted to scatter them with my hand. Instead, I jerked myself upright. I'm going for a walk, I said. See you later. I walked off down the beach, my blood pounding. The year I had first lived with a man, this Chris was probably learning to ride a tricycle. I had never been excited by a man this young, and I couldn't imagine him being excited by me. When I was his age, I had never desired anyone older. I decided that neither Chris nor anyone else would learn of my attraction.
afternoon, my body told me of his presence. He sat next to me on the trip home. The shoulder that touched his, the arm and thigh and knee that were next to him knew his every move. At dinner, I watched his full lips as he talked, and my own parted expectantly. As I rose to go to bed, I felt a wetness between my legs. Chris caught up with me on my way up the stairs, Want to go for a drive or something? He's...
felt so deceitful and messy with my hidden thoughts and sticky crotch. I couldn't believe he was offering what my body wanted. I don't think so, Chris, I said. I'm pretty tired. Guess it is kind of late, he said. See you tomorrow. Good night. the door to my room and felt like crying. I got into bed with my detective novel. I didn't want to think about Chris or anything else. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. I read, wishing the story would speed up. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. Wishing the story would speed up. The detective still hadn't figured out when the damn murder had taken place. I kept squirming under the sheet, my body warm and restless. Finally, I sighed, turned out the light, and began stroking a familiar path between my thighs. I let my fingers drift upward across my stomach and up my chest. My fingertips teased my nipples, caressing them to stiffness. I opened my eyes to see the light from his room framing my door. Then I shut them and let my hand begin to comb through a tangle of pubic hair. My mind roamed swiftly through a catalog of fantasies, selecting the ravishment. The fingers became a probing tongue, hot breath surrounding it, sending a fire through my thicket of hair. A hand reached from behind me to play endlessly with my breasts. Another greedy tongue stroked and sucked and pushed my own. The image of Chris's face intruded, his lashes blackly wet as he bent over a towel. 
penis rubbed against my ass, throbbing at the feel of my skin. A woman's nipples, teasingly erect, nuzzled mine. The tongue of my vulva probed one side of my clit. I imagined Chris at the doorway, watching my ravishment hungrily.
Come on, young ladies, and let's all get down and have a ball, y'all. Here I go. 